Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Rob McIntyre and Trace Armstrong. We're here to cover the challenge, Rider Dies, Episode 3. If you'd like to become a patron and listen to bonus content, you can go to patreon.com slash the Challenge Chronicles and subscribe for $4 per month. We just did a bonus episode on the speculated cast for Battle of the Champions. We've What are some other bonus episodes that we've done? We have historical recaps of older seasons. If you, uh, if one of the, your favorite seasons is The Ruins, maybe The Duel, uh, Inferno. Uh, we're not 2. done with The Ruins yet. <laughs> okay, we're not quite done with The Ruins. Uh, we're close. We're three episodes three. Late. We're almost done through The Ruins. We've done all the way from the original Battle of the Seasons through I don't know, maybe six episode six of The Ruins, and then we plan to do seven. Fresh Meat after that. Seven of The Ruins. We've done. We've talked about some of our favorite seasons of all time, best, uh, funniest moments of all time. There's some good stuff in there. So if you'd like to support the show and get some bonus content, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/TheChallengeChronicles and subscribe for four dollars per month. What did we think of episode three of Rider Dies? Very meh to me. See, I enjoyed the show. I thought it was a very fine episode. Like, is it like? going to stand up in the pantheon of all great episodes absolutely not is it going to stand up to one of the like regular episodes of rivals two or one no but like for the era we're in it was fine i thought this episode we're, we're going to occur these days i thought this episode sucked i think i watched the episode and i was like okay that was whatever and then the more i thought about it i thought to myself what the fuck even happened that episode? Literally nothing happened. Well, well, so there was a huge, the like preamble before the mission took forever. They tried to jam a bunch in there because we got a bunch of like random rookie content because they were all going to be in elimination this week. Mm-hmm. And then we got Fessy, how Fessy's like sleeping with half the house essentially. Um, Actually, he's Nerese... sleeping with way more apparently. <laughs> that well, was... that's the thing is Nerese, Nerese posted a bunch of stuff afterwards. So there was a bunch that they didn't show really at that. And then we got a bit of our, like, Tori, Jordan, and Nisa content as they came in. That was also a bit of a thing. It felt kind of weird. For I feel like they ran into a bit of an issue where it feels like the Tori and Jordan stuff would be the prime – what should be the primary focus of what's going on. But they had no relevance to the gameplay that was going on in this episode. Neither of them won the mission. They were at zero risk of going into elimination. So just because Jordan had just showed up, they felt like they needed to show some of that. But it was completely disconnected from the overall narrative of the episode. I don't know. I didn't necessarily have an issue with the fact that it was disconnected. I just didn't think it was that entertaining. I, I, someone on Discord, I think there's no quitters pod stat mentioned that we pretty much, when it comes to the episode, we get the basic cookie cutter formula. And well, I don't think he said that, but we, he said that we get game talk or we get a relationship talk and that's about it. And I would agree with that with the exception that I would say that we get game talk, relationship talk, or some metaphysical question, like how Fessy has now decided to change his name to the decision maker. Like that, that's pretty much what we get. Uh, I mean, yeah, that is kind of how it goes. I don't know. For me, the issue with this episode is just, if one of these vet pairs wins, it's just like, okay, well, here come all the rookies down the line. Yeah. And then we, we talked like, about what it. What are they going to do? It's going to be and a slaughter. We talked about it. And then but it's this like, is what okay. happens every season. Like, not that's, even, like, the last couple seasons, problem, which were then. stupid. But this is what always occurs. This is what happened 
going all the way back to Battle of the Exes and Gauntlet 2, this is what they do. That's why they well, need to cast know, the show differently. It's stupid. And I don't know that I completely agree with that. Like on World of Worlds one, I actually was home. In, I went home in the first episode. Johnny Bananas went home in the second episode. But see, here's the, the thing, though: you had a cast that was half vets and half new people, exactly because it was War of the Worlds. So these vets are going to take shots at each other if every team is a vet. There's a difference. This is that those seasons are few and far between. Fresh Meat one, Fresh Meat two, and War of the Worlds one are the only times that happens. I think that the difference is that you have veterans paired with rookies, right? You have strong veterans paired yeah. with rookies, so it helps them mm-hmm. facilitate throughout the game. And in seasons where you have rookie-rookie pairs, this is what's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. So they've tried to slowly bring in veteran pairs like Johnny, like Jordan, like Anissa, and Darrell and Veronica next week. And if you think that that's some way that you're going to be able to handicap the rookies and help them be able to be more successful in the game, it's just not going to cut it. It's, it's not going to make think, a difference. I don't think that was that calculated at all. I think it was the issue was just they had a bunch of people who were, couldn't go because of COVID or just had random issues, and then there was just a delay in getting those teams in the game. That's what I think happened. I don't think it had That's, anything to do with the I actually. I don't do, think that Rob. was planned out at all. Okay. I mean, Darrell, Darrell and Veronica might have been. like They might have had one team they wanted to bring in as a mercenary, but I don't think they were intending to have – each week, somebody new showing up. They did. Yeah, I agree. Well, so let me let me follow up and for on this Johnny and Nani too, in. though. Yes, because Johnny and Nani were supposed to be paired with completely different people. So Nani's original partner was Josh. Johnny Bananas was going to be on this season no matter what. He had a pay or play contract for season thirty-eight, the Battle of the Champions, and one other future season, probably All Stars four. So. What happened is, is they had to use Johnny or they had to pay him 150 K to sit at home. Like they had to use him. So when Janelle said no, when last minute Emily said no, the only choice they had was Nani and they had to make a decision. Do we keep Josh around or do we slap bananas with Nani? And so you got Banani part two. Now, Jordan and Naya were supposed to be there from day one. Well, Naya got her medical issue before they flew out. The other issue that they had is Darrell and Veronica were a replacement team, period, because it was supposed to be um, Theo and Georgia and something came up last second. They couldn't come. So they literally stumbled ass backwards into bringing these teams in late. That was the only way to get them in. Yeah, and to me, there's just no way that they're in the planning being like, okay, for the first three weeks, we're just going to have a new team pop in every single week. I, I just don't think that happened. I think this is just yeah, what done, they had to do. They've deal done with crazier people. shit. I, I just think this is just what they fell into. Yeah. So I, it was a complete accident because I, the shit just went sideways. It just. I just think more of this issue is just how this format is set up. I mean, if any, anybody terrible. who wants this mission is just, just, just dictating the entire episode, it's terrible. Especially if like, someone I, as I boring really like, as Fessy. I really like Johnny Raven and Horatio and Olivia. Like, I actually thought they brought a decent element to the show. They both seemed to like mm-hmm. know what they were doing compared to some of these other uh, rookie pairs, especially that we've had in the past. But like, what are they going to do? Like, it just, just like, what are they going to do? When when it came to deliberation, did it decide which four teams would go into elimination? Fessy said it himself. We had talked about it the first couple of weeks. The, the amount of people in your alliance doesn't matter it means nothing at this point in time 
what matters are the strong people in your alliance because you need strong people to win to be able to protect you. And that's why it was absolutely meaningless to form some type of relationship with Tommy and Annalise. It didn't matter because he said, like he said, it doesn't matter to form a relationship with them because they're probably not going to win a mission. I suppose what you could say is looking down the line, if you're picked, if you're, if you and that other pair are both picked as part of the foursome, if you have some sort of agreement with them, they're more likely to save you from the draw. But I mean, that's, that's a pretty remote outcome at that point. You ha- you'd have to do quite a bit of steps to get there. But yeah, it's, it, it's not worth it that much if uh, one of these bottom peon teams is trying to make some sort of agreement with you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how many more of these people do we have to pick off before we can start watching the show again? There, uh, there's only there's only three rookie rookie pairs, right? That's three more at least. So that's going to be next week. So and well, so next week it's going to be well, it's going to it's going to be the three rookie rookie pairs, and then it's going to be Jay and Michelle, Jay and Michelle. or Amber B and Chauncey. That's what it's going to be. I mean, if I'm the vets, I would keep throwing in Jay and Michelle because Michelle's actually a political threat, whereas Amber B and Chauncey are just what the fuck. Dude, I was so ready. What would have just made this episode? What it, what would have actually like given it a little bit more juice is for Fessy to get in there and put in Amber B. Oh my god! I, I thought he might. I thought he might because he never even brought that up. At least from what we saw. I thought that mm-hmm. might be kind of in the back of his mind. I mean, he did it last season, right? When he didn't need to at all. Mm-hmm. You know he thought about it. You know he had he? to. You know, know he thought did. about it. I think that Johnny uh, Bananas had probably the quote of the episode about him. It's like, he might be going by Fessel now, but he's still messy Fessy. And it was just like, the only thing that... He is just setting himself up to get screwed. Like, everything that he's doing right now... Him and Nelson playing between the lines and just trying to stay out of the line of fire and not make any waves is eventually going to bite them in the ass. Well, what should they do then? I think he made a good move. I, I think he did yeah. exactly what he should have done. Well, ex- well, for the elimination, yes, but you can't hook up with all these women and expect it not to come back and bite you in the ass. I don't ass. know that they're actually hooking up. I yeah, I, that's what happened. I was going to say, too. I don't think they're hooking up either. I think they're just, just like... Well, awesome. let me read you something. So I'm going to quote... Uh, Devon. So she's friends with Johnny and Raven, okay? And she went on the challenge subreddit, and I want to credit um, let's see here. Where, 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 where is it? Where is it? Where is it? This is Devon, Devon? Yes, Devon, like uh, from Big Brother Devon. Like pair with Jose on Final Reckoning. Yeah, so this is from Kurt1SB. He tagged me in this and was like, hey, you need to look at this. So this to me is a problem. So we've talked a lot lately in the last few months about the challenge has turned into political CrossFit. That's basically what it is. It's political CrossFit. They are choosing to edit the show from a reality competition standpoint instead of giving people some of the drama, some of the messiness, whatever. Listen to what happened in this episode that did not make air. Bananas and Devin manipulated Nuri's into thinking that Raven was shit-talking her. Dude, how do we not Nuri's? Nuri's and Raven argued so badly to the point that security got involved. Devin was screaming at Colleen from House Targaryen at the top of his lungs, calling her a liar and demanding an apology letter. So she wrote run. So she wrote one in German, which pissed Devin off more. She she didn't actually do that. 
Okay. She, she wrote. Well, but I should specify. She wrote it in a. She wrote a letter in German, but it was not an apology letter. It was just basically like screw off, Devin. I didn't lie about anything, and then sent it to him in German. Oh, good times. This was Colleen. Between, this was Colleen. The was, then went. The go argument ahead. was between Nerese and Colleen, or it was between Nerese. No, Raven? Colleen and Devin. Colleen and well, and Raven. Nerese and Raven got into a huge shouting, shoving match that security got involved in. Next incident is Devin and Colleen. Okay, but how, so what was the incident between Devin and Colleen? It's unclear. Okay. No one knows. Basically, he called her a liar, and that's as far as we know. Okay. So we also know we also know Jay Jay I, to what extent these relationships went. Who knows? But Jay was with Olivia. Um, he who, who else was on this list? Trace. It was like, well, Laurel, Olivia, Olivia. Nuri's, and somebody else. Somebody else. But basically, Jay's like I think hooking Colleen. up with Colleen was the other one. Yeah. yeah. So he's hooking up with four different girls over the span of these first couple episodes. Nuri's We're seeing any of it? Nuri's talked with us all on Twitter afterwards. Yep. All right. Other incident that occurred: Colleen and Jay fought because he chose Olivia over her. That's right. And then the last incident is when Tommy and Annalise chose Olivia and Horatio. Olivia immediately shouted the entire house that Tommy and Annalise are the fakest people in the game. So they're leaving really good content and conflict on the cutting room floor to be a fucking political CrossFit show now. That's what we're at. There is still challenge drama occurring that makes us love this show. They have 90 minutes of airtime and they're choosing not to show it. It just pisses me off. Like it really does. Sucks. I mean, who knows? Maybe they would say something after next week, but like Johnny and Raven are gone, so they can't use any of that. I know, they can't use any of that. <laughs> I mean, maybe they'll try. It'll just, for, just put like somebody else's face over Johnny. Blur people's faces out. Yeah. It's production. Like, Don't worry about this. Oh, they're not actually on. Yeah, these are just like civilians. We can't show them on the show, so we have to blur their face out, even though they're yelling at each other. So, sorry to yeah. interrupt with all that, but you know, you asked me why I enjoy the episode. My bar for the main show at this point is so low. Like it, they, they literally have to trip just to get over the bar. Okay. This show could still be great. It really could. They just choose not to do it. It's one of those things where we're just not in the back room. So who knows? I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe, I now, that, long... maybe now that the ratings are absolute fucking dog shit, they'll start to juice it God. up a little bit because haven't the first two episodes, I'm not, I'm not sure what happened with episode three, I but haven't the, the first two week. episodes. It's point four again. Absolutely the abysmal. ratings literally are half what they were for last season. Yeah, that's not good. No. And a lot of people are trying to make the argument that it's challenge fatigue, and there's part of that. But I think this is production finally getting their just desserts. They have been fucking around and fucking shit up for a while in the last couple of years, and they're finally just getting bit in the ass. All-Stars 3, good season. Challenge USA, pretty good season up until you have a final that's just a complete and utter fucking travesty like how can you take this show seriously when you can't even really say sarah maybe didn't really win that final but they say she did you know the rules are unclear you watch the boar fest that was spies lies and allies i mean how can you say that the main flagship show isn't trending down well so Let's let's look forward from here. What would you hope the show does at this point? I, I think this elimination format's bad enough. Where I really hope they, I don't know how they would, but they got to make something up. You got to make it up. 
you just throw the format out the door and you move to a new format. That's what you have yeah. to do. They did it on All-Stars 3. You have to do it. And they're not going Switch. to do it. They, they, I think that they I think they would do like some radical twist that kind of changes the format of the show. That's on the table. But I don't think that they would just change the format in and of itself. They, they could do it on All-Stars 3 to some level, though. Remember? Where they switch to... Um... They switch to last place goes in and then or no, well that's, was last that's place not a main, in. that's not a main show move. How many times have we seen that happen on the main show? Uh, I suppose they not switched up the whole format of the that's show. That's what I mean, though. That that's different. Yeah, they just changed the format. I don't see them changing this format because then it's not ride or dies. Like that's the point. Like they're no, saying it doesn't have your... to be changed pairs. Just change how people get voted in. I know, but I don't think they're going to change how how people get voted in. Like, I think they would change I don't pairs. Think they are either I think they would like change pairs, like mo- move something around like that, make it individual yeah. or something like that. But I don't think they're they're going to change the vo- voting format in and of itself because they re- they really want the daggers, right? Uh, so they need four people to go. But you could figure out how how you could change the way that four people go in. Dude, um, my, what my least favorite part of the show right now? Those freaking daggers, dude! I, I can't. It just t- it takes it's so much unneeded content, just the absolute worst. That and these because, interrogations, which don't amount to anything, they're the, because, two, the two worst parts of the show. Because every episode now, just to pretty much cement the cookie for- cutter format that has become this season, we get the eventual conversation where people strike deals back and forth. That if I pick the safe dagger, will you pick me? And back and forth. Yeah. But like, do you find those compelling? I mean, maybe one is no, maybe one is bigger sucks. players. Yeah, maybe one is bigger players that'll mean a little bit more. But I don't know, man. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's all bad. I mean, l- looking at what actually happened this episode, did you find any of it worth none. discussing? Really, none. None. None, none of it was worth discussing. <laughs> okay, I disagree. I think there's two really interesting things. First of all, it's not the Jordan Tory situation. Okay. I before I go into the two things, Jordan and Tori. How legit do we think that thing in the bar was? Because I could see I could go either way. It could have been legit, but it also felt a little forced. Well, I think it might have been because she was drunk. Like, do we really think that they have not spoken when I know for a fact they've spoken prior to this season? Well, we know they've, like, messaged back and forth. I don't know if that's... Yeah. One, it doesn't seem like they've actually seen each other, which is a lot different than just texting. That is I, true, but I am also aware that Tori was under the impression Jordan might come. He, She didn't know if he was for sure, but she was under who? the impression... Well, it's a convoluted way around through Bananas, because Bananas had talked to Jordan, and Bananas knew that Jordan and Naya were supposed to be there. Okay, well, how would she know that? Bananas could have told her. Bananas could have told her. Bananas might not have I know that, and he also could have told her 20 20 minutes before he showed up. That's not before That's also fair. So that's why I'm saying, I don't know what the truth is, but part of me felt like that whole conversation was a little forced and or it was had in such a way just to create a storyline. It didn't I, I feel, it didn't feel super organic. Let me put it that way. 
Okay, so I, what I would say is when you're in a similar situation similar to that, sometimes those conversations come off a little bit forced because it's very difficult to have them. So it feels like you're forcing the issue when you're talking about it. Yeah. Okay. That's why I say I could go 50-50. But there are two things that are that I like to talk about. Number one, I actually thought the mission was pretty good because two heats, I could tell exactly where everybody was. Did we spend a little too much time on it? Sure. But it was a fine mission. It tested you. Yeah. It, it tested you physically and it tested how you, well, you can work with your partner in communication. So completely cool with that. I also thought the elimination was pretty fire. Like I like this twist on hall brawl. I think it actually works better than hall brawl. Yeah. Let's talk about the elimination a little bit more. The elimination wasn't bad. Did either of you notice that on the last round and I wasn't, I didn't notice it as much the first two rounds, but in the last heat, did you notice that after Horatio won, that it looked like the doors on the second floor pretty much opened at the same time, that there really wasn't an advantage? Olivia may have gotten a slight advantage, but it wasn't a one-second second advantage. Maybe. Well, I was going to say that the, like I don't think being on the level performed well on the bottom floor matters at all in the end. It like, doesn't you saw matter second, at all. You, you saw that second where Johnny like somehow was able to push back after he was seemingly too Well, you know what it was. Death. You know what it was? Oh, what was it? He he realized that having your feet on the floor doesn't work. What he did is he positioned his feet kind of on the side of the glass where you could actually yeah. grip. Because when they tried to push on the floor, they would just slip back. But what he was doing is he was using the side as leverage to kind of just like mm-hmm. like push Inch himself forward. forward. And he kind of just like squatted forward. And it threw Horatio yep. off guard. That was the one thing I didn't. I didn't like how they handled that. Just in that, because it seemed like the top four was the only one that really mattered. And then yep. going back to Raven and Olivia twice, when Olivia's just bigger than Raven, it was just able to push her yeah. around pretty easily. And let's also be fair, Raven needed to learn how to tie her fucking shoes, because how do your shoes come off? She just seemed checked out, dude. She was done. Right? Yeah. She just seemed done. Like, she I, was that, done. That was Mentally, she the, was out. That was one thing at the bar that I thought was really notable when she and Johnny were talking and she and he was like, oh, you're not good at hiding your emotions. I'm like, you don't tell a girl that. You tell her, like, you don't have to hide your emotions. That's what you say. Because if you're your partner, you want her to be transparent about how she's feeling. Mm-hmm. Well, did, did he say that after they were already going back and forth at each other, though? To some level. But, like, again, like, you shouldn't say, oh, you're not good at hiding. Like, if I think they were if both. If she's talking to you. I think they were both just done with each other at that point. Because <laughs> sure, I actually thought I thought that that was, I thought that that was honestly one of the more interesting moments of the episode where Raven is Raven Norris and Johnny are in this love triangle, and Raven keeps saying that she needs more time with Johnny and being some super demanding partner, and I'm like, what the fuck is going oh, on no. here? It's a and Challenge then, Chronicles episode for real now, y'all. We got technical problems. Am now I he's here? back. Okay, you're here. You've been freezing a lot. Yeah. Should I turn on this uh, low data thing? I don't know. I think you're you fine. Think best. I, I, let's just keep right. rolling. Um, yeah, so I thought that that part wasn't bad. And then when they were out of the club night, I thought that that was kind of funny where they had what, – what did Raven even say? That she's like – she talked about how she was going to look like a fool over this and they didn't really do yeah. a good job of explaining to the audience why Raven was really going to look like a fool. 
I think it was clear because she came on and thought they were going to like be, if not a couple, like some sort of back and forth, will they, won't they thing. And he was hooking up with a different girl. Like that's what she thought. But she, she never outright said that, right? I don't think Johnny ever outright said that. That's kind kind of what we understood as an audience. Yeah. But that's clearly what it was. You don't think you think it's something different? Yeah. Okay. But she's not going to say that explicitly. They kept ha- the, what she was saying explicitly is that she like Johnny wasn't being for, there for him as a partner, and she needed more time with Johnny if they were going to build their ke- chemistry and do well in the game. Like that's what they kept saying. Yeah, that's because that's what you do keep saying. You don't say explicitly, "I wanted to be in a relationship with you," and then you don't want to. Like that's just not what people do in real life. I thought that that uh, she can say she can say otherwise in her confessionals though. Again, like she can, but people don't like to admit that. Like, this is, again, this is where real life. They feed them lines all day in the confessionals. Every yeah, line, like a, Nelson, Nelson is, literally, Nelson literally has a teleprompter in his confessionals, dude. He literally <laughs> has a teleprompter he's reading off of. He's like he rehearses lines. He really does. Like he is not organic at all. Like he is the worst actor because you can tell the difference between actual Nelson versus teleprompter Nelson. Well, well I would, what would I you wouldn't want? be I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they brought Nelson and Olivia together and they're like, "Okay, so this is what we we're thinking. I think we're going to try and like build a, a type of relationship between the two of you. Nelson's going to act like he's interested. You're going to be a little bit standoffish. Both of you are going to be around for the first two thirds of the season, and then we're going to culminate towards the end where one of you is in power and has the potential to send the other into elimination. What do you guys think? I don't know that it goes that far. I don't think it goes that far. That's a bit too. Yeah, much. no I shit. Think it's but more that's what lo- it seems I think, like. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I can foresee them sitting in the confessional and being like, "Hey, it looks like there's something going on between you and them. How about we expound on this?" <laughs> yeah, that 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 makes that tell makes me, a lot of sense. Tell me about me. Olivia. What do you think about yeah. Olivia? Well, yeah. that's uh, that's definitely. Oh, she's what they hot, do. you know. La la la. la. Like, that's <laughs> that's what they do. I, I do really dig the purple jacket he's wearing in his confessionals. I'm a big fan of that look. Dude, and, you uh, know he, I think you know he consciously when he does his hair, he pulls back the cornrows and then pulls one over towards his eye. You know he does that. That's intentional for sure. Um, yeah, and I, I think, think it's with Raven, like. I think our buddy uh, Pat Mayo had probably like the best comment about actually the best two comments I've heard about this episode. He, uh, Pat I don't know if Mayo, you should say, buddies, I don't, I, I don't know if you should say one of them on air. Don't say I'm it. not going to say one of them, but I like the Fessy dresses like Puff Daddy in videos from the late nineties. And when I saw, For cause sure. he had sent this before I'd watched it. When I saw Fessy in his confessional outfit, I was like, man, Pat, you yeah. nailed it. That looks like bad boys for life. Puff Daddy. The fact you guys call him Puff Daddy instead of Diddy is really showing your age. I mean, that's what he was to me. P. Diddy didn't happen until later. Yeah, that's, that's generational still, gap. I remember, I remember him doing the Do You Hate Me Now thing, um, and that was like the biggest song in the world for like six months. Is he still relevant now? Is he like still? Oh, like... yeah, people know Diddy. People okay. know He's Diddy. just a gazillionaire. He's known more as like an entrepreneur than a rapper now, so... Yeah, and it's also he's like been feuding with Kanye, I think lately, like everyone has. Well, everybody's so. feuding with Kanye because Kanye's yeah. an idiot. He's he's still he's, in the public spotlight, though. Correct. He's, yeah. People know who Diddy is. Yeah, but, but, but yeah. they would call him Diddy. They would not call him Puff Daddy. That's for sure. Yeah, nobody calls him Puff Daddy. Um, my thing is with real world colors. What would you want them to do with the rape and stuff? You just want her to admit that she like wanted to be in a relationship with this guy, and then he showed up and had different plans. 
yeah, I would want them to go like deep. I would I would want them to go in deeper to that, and I would want them to go into the uh, other content that Trace discussed at the top of the episode. Well, for sure, that's 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 a separate issue to me, though. And she's just not gonna admit that, dude. She's just not like that's not what people do. I, th- I mean, well, I, I think, think if you so, right, hold on, hold on, time, time out, time out, time out. So if she's not going to admit it, have someone else like bring it up and like push that storyline along. That that's what's going on. You can do that easily. Oh yeah. yeah, you don't think they couldn't pull Tori aside and say, "Hey, we think that she has really strong feelings for uh, Johnny over here. Can you maybe broach a conversation about it?" Go. I suppose you, I like, suppose you could, but we've also complained about them setting up people with teleprompter line confessionals. Do we want them to do but, that now? No, all you can all you can all you can literally all you have to do is go to Tori or Johnny. Johnny be more than happy. Johnny to do be it. in. Be, be like Johnny. <laughs> what's going on between Johnny and Raven? Done. Johnny Johnny bananas. I would assume. You're yeah. Right. Yes, Johnny bananas. Not Johnny Middlebrooks. Okay. Johnny would be like, yes, I'll go find out. I'll go stir the pot a little bit. I mean, that's all. I mean. That's okay, in my opinion, for reality TV, because you're trying to create a compelling product and you're not trying to like script lines. But if producers have information about something going on, that's maybe not necessarily related to who they're going to put in elimination. Let's say, let's say there's a personal conflict going on. Let's say that there's a relationship question or a sticky situation. I think it's perfectly fine for production to pull somebody aside. They know that'll go like, fish for information on camera and give them some content like i have no problem with that what how many actual storylines do we think bananas will be involved in this season bananas i mean him and devin have to be pretty i I was just thinking about this him and devin have to be pretty frustrated that they were able to produce that type of content for the show and it pretty much went to a waste yeah Uh, yeah all right why do we think Let's pause for a second. Why do we think that production wants to move away from that type of stuff on the show when they have 90 minutes to fill? Like, I mean, what who is knows? The, what so what, what is your, the game? What should they have they want, from so this, it, this is this is what they this is why they do it. They want to appeal to the widest audience possible. Like as wide as it gets, that's what they want to appeal to because they want to get more viewers. And by trying to appeal to the most amount of people, they make a shitty product. That's what it yeah. is. Well, okay. What should they have cut yeah. from this episode? All right, let's just fucking go down the list because I was literally going yeah, down my like notes because I was like, "All right, we need to talk about this shit." Other people, otherwise, people are going to be fucking p- pissed at us because we just bitched and moaned for forty-five minutes, right? So, people working out, Annalise and Tommy saying that there's a stigma for Big Brother players. Who gives a fuck? Horatio saying that his elimination win last week was a statement to the house, and he said that now they might have a target on their back. No fucking shit, Horatio. Uh, Johnny says that it's good to see that Jordan and breaks down the, the dynamics of the politics in the house. We already knew his fucking veterans versus rookies. We get Norris and Raven and Johnny talking about their love triangle. That was okay. I think like, kind of, I, well, if you want to bring in this other content, that would have actually been relevant to that. So if you were, yeah, that's what I mean. Right. So like, it, yeah, yeah, that, that's why I don't think that one's that bad. Then we get another Pfizer commercial with Tori and Anissa talking about uh, antidepressants. Antidepressants again. Um, I least, am glad least, though. I, I will on. say uh, – hold on. Let me say this. I, 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 am, I'm, I am glad that Tori did say that you need to talk with a professional and find like the best path for you. Like I thought that they did a good yep. job of including that because I think that's yep. exactly what I was That's what to I say said last week. week and I'm glad they did that. I'm really it, glad they did that. Because when she talked about the antidepressants, that seemed pretty off the cuff. Like that was just her and Anissa talking after she had shown up. So – then, I mean, that's actual, like, I, I don't mind that being in the episode, but we can continue. 
after that, we get Casey and Fessy talking about how he changed his name to the decision. Like, Castle. I don't need to hear this. Like, we, we don't need to add that into the episode. I don't think that's very relevant at all. I know that they tried well, to build this. Uh, they tried to build this episode around Fessy and the decision that he had to make at the end. Like, crime. But I think it's with some of this stuff that. too. Like, what's this beginning of this episode? Didn't I feel like we're back in like Inferno days where you could tell exactly what was going to happen based on what oh they were talking god, about? Oh my god, dude! Like, Holy like we get all this. Fuck. It's like okay, we get some Tori and Jordan and Issa content because they just showed up, so that's why they're around. And then mm-hmm. we get this all this fancy stuff. It's like, man, I wonder who's going to win this mission. And then all these rookies, like, oh, we're getting tons of Johnny and Raven. It's like, okay, well, we can. I can't well, going home. In the here, yeah. in the conversation that Johnny that Johnny Bananas had with Jordan, he talks about how it would be really interesting to see what would happen if Fessy won because Fessy and Nelson are trying to play the middle ground here. And it's like, well, shit, I guess Fessy's going to win. I guess mission. Fessy's going to win because we know Nelson's not. <laughs> yeah, and then it's also like. Yeah, do we even think he's playing the middle ground? Really? I mean, he's doing all rookies this episode. Yeah, I don't, I don't think know. so. He did exactly what he should. I think he played the correct move. He he, he did, did the correct. He did what move. he should have did, and he the team that he ended up throwing in was Johnny and Raven, what the veterans perceived to be the biggest threat in the house. Yeah, um, I think so, bananas let, might just be saying that I, to try to let, let's keep let's keep powering through this. Let, let's let's okay. fire through. Okay. We we get the mission. We got like ten minutes, so we're gonna power. Th- this will be a way that we can at least say that we addressed everything that happened in the episode. Then after right. the mission, back at the house, Annalise and Tommy start crying about how they didn't do well in the mission. Like, who gives a shit about Annalise and Tommy, right? I had nobody. We get yeah. to nomination. Her, M- Mariah, for as good as she seems like as she is a competitor, we haven't talked about her yet. She does seem like she's a good competitor. Uh-huh. She does not seem like she's able to produce very good content overall as a dynamic character. She She's very, very much like Jenny vibes from her, right? Way less. I think Jenny Jenny's way better of a character than. Mariah. Well, but Jenny Jenny's character was like her, like tripping over herself and falling into random rivalries with like D and Rogan and stuff. Like that was what she did. Whereas with Mariah being attached to Fessy the way she is, I don't know that's going to happen. After after the deliberation, we get to the interrogation where just the, the most pointless content. Most pointless. The fact we're most pointless content was that this season. I mean, my God. Like, how can they have watched these things for the past 10 seasons or whatever? I think we need more of them. Dude, like, so Mariah, li- literally nothing happens in the interrogation between Colin and Kim. Mariah says that she's sorry and that it's nothing pr- personal. Uh, Mariah then says that she's sorry to both Horatio and Olivia. And Horatio says it sucks to be back there. Tommy says that he wants to try and strike a deal, which Fessy, like, could care less about. And then Johnny tries to make some type of deal, but... It's just not going to happen. You're screwed, man. This is, this is why you need real people to win the mission like Bananas and Nani. Because Bananas at least is going to try to find a way to make it entertaining. They had the confrontation with Turbo. They tried to have some political gamemanship. Fessy is just boring television. I, I, like I He's legitimately to, the most boring character. My thing is, I just think it's a bad setup for content. Like I, I would Even if it is Wes, Bananas, you know, whoever, that's actually interesting to watch in there. I'd still rather just be around the house. I don't need this like pre, this like ham-fisted part of the episode in. You know, the other here's Fessy. That, it's like it's one pair who's interrogating them. At least in the past, it was like, oh, there's like three pairs up there, so there's some like you know dynamic that way, where there's a couple different. Well, people I still, involved. I honestly still found those boring. But no, we'll I think they're all that. a waste of time. I, I would much, yeah. much rather just have them in the house. Then we get, yeah, then I, we get it. We get into the night out. Colleen and Kim, Tommy and Elise, they make it. Tommy and Annalise make a deal with Colin. And, uh, Colleen and Kim, 
Then Tommy and Annalise make a deal with Horatio and Olivia. I don't know if production thought that that was going to be a much bigger hit and that people would be more into that, but... Maybe some people were. I, it's a I bunch mean, of people I... at the bottom fighting for scraps. That's, That's what the it thing, is. right? It's just these people who... It's like, okay, rookie pair one versus rookie pair two versus rookie pair three. There's just not... There's no, like, or, orations that have been built up over time. Like, if that's Nelson, Corey, and Hunter, and they're doing that, okay, that's compelling. These people have known each other and act your friends outside of the show. These people don't know each other from Adam. Johnny talks to Raven, and they get into their argument. Tori and Jordan have their moment, which I actually didn't think was that bad for what it was. Uh, I, th- uh, I thought those two scenes It was were good. fine. I thought it was good content. I just yeah. don't know if it was real or not. That's my only question. I didn't really I – I I don't think it came off as insincere to me as it did to you. But I, it was something that they needed to do. It's something that they had to do. And I, I thought that they fitted in nicely, especially within the context of the episode. I thought those two scenes were good. If anything, I would have wanted more of those two scenes and throw Tommy and Annalise out of here. Back Which, by the-, the way, big brothering, man. They just, these first time big brother players just cannot understand they're not playing big brother. Like doing what they did is going to screw them completely. I mean, maybe, dude. The other thing is these big brother lines just like ran the past three seasons. All right, so is it in the bag that Kenny will have the lowest amount of confessionals for someone that makes it the entire length of the season? Is it is that yeah. just like cash money right now? Look, there's a chance that some of those pairs do get put in. Oh, like they're going to have to at some point. Like if like Jay and Michelle win, and then they say, all right, See, that's, that's a big happening. if. That's, that's not That's a happening. big if. Okay, if one, if one of these not... Like, the thing is, missions are random enough. We've already seen Johnny and Raven won the first mission. They were pretty close to winning this mission. Ray and Olivia could easily win a mission. Somebody else wins a mission. And they say, all right, mm-hmm. guys. Tori and Devin, Bananas and Ani, Casey and Kenny, Jordan and Anita. Let's go. All four of you are how, in. One is going home. How close yeah. do we think they actually were to winning the mission? I'm, we don't know because the way that they edit it with the multiple heats, there could have been multiple people from the first heat that did better than Johnny and Raven. I mean, they well, they blew have. the horn as soon as they, as soon as they won the heat. So we don't know. Yeah, we, we that's don't fucking know, but stupid we know that they do that. Then that's insane. What do you mean? Well, there's no they, point because their no last point. place doesn't go in. So what's the no, point? if he's saying that as soon as the first place pin- person fin- finishes the heat, they blow the horn and it's over. What they if they do? Uh, I guess it, yeah, I guess you're right. It doesn't. It matter. doesn't matter because now, it only matters. Somewhere... The winner of the first, the the winner of the two heats are the only times it matters. I suppose what you could say is what if this is a Laurel and World of the Worlds two situation where they had some like there was something they did wrong that they didn't quite catch on the first time around. And someone cheated. Like, yeah, yeah, somebody cheated, and then like we need a second. Then then I could see where that you might want to have a yeah. second yeah. and a third place finish. But I also think it's just a it's just a victim of the format. Like I think that the last place team should automatically be one of those four teams if they're going to do this format of how they're going to do that. You got to incentivize these people to finish the mission. Like you've got to give them a reason to at least try and finish. So after. We go to the night out. We go back to the house. Colleen says that uh, she's kind of into Fessy and she wants to talk to Fessy to try and use her womanly ways to persuade him to not go into elimination. Fessy comes in the room and it happens. Uh, Fessy bends to the wills of Colleen and he says that as of now, they're not going to be the name that's coming out of of his mouth. He he gives a very qualified Uh answer, which I think is good for him to do. After that, we get Laurel and Horatio talking. Horatio just talking about the game and just some bullshit that we don't need to see. Then we get a final scene before we go into elimination where Johnny says that he's not on the same page as Raven. And then we get the elimination. That was it. Yeah. We should honestly do, we should honestly do the fastest five minutes. We should, we should knock off Chris Berman's segment that he does on Monday night football and just do <laughs> yeah. that for the episode. I agree. Um, 
the only other thing that we didn't really talk about, and I just want to talk about it for a second, but like Fessy's taken heart to how his reaction is on social media because Fessy is way more interesting when he's being a real arrogant villain. And there were moments of that in this episode. Him talking about all the girls he doesn't want then going to Horatio yeah. made me actually laugh because it's like, oh, this is the Fessy I want to see. I want him to be the arrogant villain because, my God, the whole point of this show is you want to root for your favorites and you want to root against people you don't like. And you know what, Fessy? If you want to be an interesting character that they build marketing around, you've got to lean into this arrogant villain role. Because uh, if you he, win... He, he could be and we just don't see it. That's the thing. Yeah, that's I, the thing is, I don't yeah. think he shied away from it at all. I don't know that he's done anything where he shied away from being somewhat of an antagonist. Has he? I, I, maybe they're editing around it, but it feels like he's toned it down. And it's like, no, dude, you need to tone it up. I don't know that he has. I think part of it's they want... For, for one, like he, he gives some reason. There's not much Islamic American representation on the show. There's not. So they feel mm-hmm. like if this is like their one person they have on who's Muslim, they probably want to give them a rounded character arc. I, that's Maybe that's projecting a little bit too much, but I think that's a real thing. And then beyond that, like I don't know that he's side away from leaning into the villain role at all, really. I just think, again, they're trying to round out his character a little bit, and with that comes some content that's more like personal background stuff than just him being about there but i think it's the same i i don't know what is going on i wonder if it's just a reaction to 2020 and i don't mean this from a negative way so anybody thinking what i'm about to say is negative please don't take it that way um it feels like the way that they're editing the amazing race survivor in the challenge these days is they really want to lean heavily into personal background if you have something interesting or diverse and that's fine but it almost feels like they're not showing other interesting content for the yeah. sake of giving this social background. And while I agree, it's it can be interesting when done correctly. But I feel like, especially watching the last couple seasons of Survivor, and the challenge is now starting to do it a little bit too, they're spending too much time in every episode giving us the well i had brain surgery and i overcame this and i blah 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 we blah, get, blah it's we, literally, we get like a five minute social we get, corner we get and politics, it's worthless content we get politics we get relationships drama and then some existential conversation about life that's what we get I mean, Those I, are the, the thing three, is the i don't know buckets. that shows i think that shows always kind of done that the one distinction now like so they always kind of did that the one thing was that there was an era of the show where it was just the same people showing up every time so like we don't hear about evan's existential crisis but he's been here for the past five seasons do we know him like we're not getting bananas existential crisis are we no we got not yeah we got not we, we, we get it from people all the time yeah but that's when they have yeah. a pretty we, significant we get we get fessy that. changing his name to the decision but that, that's well, not he's not changing change. his name. That's his actual name. I know. I'm, I'm fucking joking around. I know. I know. I know. I think my point is, is instead of it, my thing is, is instead of it feeling organic, it feels like, howdy, 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 it's time for the little existential crisis conversation of the episode. That's hardy, what they hardy, do. Hardy. They do that, for sure. Well, it's whenever that person wins the mission that week. They're, 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 all right, let's get their existential crisis for this week. Like, we know next and week it's just. Is, we know next week if somebody's like, yeah, my sister's been going through a rough time. It's like, okay, well, we can write them in for mission win for the week. That's, that's what they've been doing. Yeah. And it just, and Survivor's doing the same thing. Even the damn Amazing Race is doing it now. And I think it really is a reaction to 2020, which yeah. I think is a good thing. I think it's a good thing. First of all, let me be clear. 
the problem is, is the is. pendulum was over the the pendulum was over here where we were barely talking about it and now we've swung over here to where it's eating up too much time in the show. I agree. There is a happy medium between these two points. You can still have the existential crisis conversation, but let's not try to force it in. Let's let it be organic. All of these reality shows are starting to feel too heavily formatted and scripted. And reality TV is at its best when you put crazy people in a situation and sit back and see what happens. Yeah, I agree. So anyway, I got to go in three minutes. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I guess we'll just see what happens moving forward here. I mean, I don't, I think as long as we have these rookie rookie teams on the bottom, unless unless somebody not in that power grouping can win, it feels like it's going to be kind of chalk city. Eventually, like we're going to have to get to the point where it's at least Amber B and Chauncey who are going in, and not, and not just all because we don't and have Jane there's, only, there's only three rookie rookie pairs left, right? And yeah, Amber B and Chauncey, House Targaryen, and yeah, yeah, and then Jay well, and Jay Mich- and Michelle aren't rookies, but I know they, they might, I know they might, they might as they might as well, might be, as well be. Yeah, that's, <laughs> no, that's, those are, for that's the purpose the, of this season. <laughs> that's going to be the next two weeks. It's going to be the yeah. three rookie rookie pairs: Chauncey and Amber B, Jay and Michelle. One one mm-hmm. of them will go home next week, and then the following week, the the other team will be replaced. And then it's going to take till about episode six or seven for shit to get interesting because at that point it's going to have at least a vet in each elimination at that point, who do we, but we've got to get to that point. Who do we think after we get through the cannon fodder, who do we think is at the bottom of that veteran group that we'll have to kind of muscle up? And I don't know that it's clear. That there's, there's a clear bottom. I think there's just kind of different sides of it. Mm-hmm. I think that Nelson and Nuri's are probably in the worst spot just because it looks like bananas and Devin are thick as thieves right now. Laurel is going to be loyal to Bananas, and he's going to be loyal to her. Nani's going to be loyal to Casey and vice versa. Casey's going to be loyal to Fessy. And if you're not in that little web right there, you're kind of shit out of luck. Because my thing is, like, if Tori and Devin win, like, what connection do they really have to Darrell and Veronica? I think they're the vet team that's going to be in the worst position, but they're going to stick around yeah. a while. We talked yeah. about that. So I think it's just right. going to depend on who wins once we get to that position, which could actually be somewhat interesting. I, what you could say is just that with having to put four teams in, that we are going to get to a point that there's going to be a point where those teams have to start going in earlier than they would be normal. Well, what's going to happen is they're going to have to go to they're going to have to go to an individual team format because we don't have enough people for the amount of episodes that they're going to need to stretch this piece of shit out to, because we've gotten. We're in episode three right now, and if they got rid of two people every week, we would only have, like, nine more episodes left. Really? Is there that few people left? Well, yeah, because we don't, if they got rid of two every week, we would have nine more episodes left to have uh, four, four pairs in a final. Okay. And that would leave us at 12 episodes in total for the season, so they're going to shake things up. Relatively, even, potentially. My thing is that we lost any pairs. We've had three people come in. We've had three new pairs come in each come in since the beginning of the season. I'm just, I'm just looking at the like amount of people that. Well, we lost a, a pair each week. It's it, we've gone through three episodes. My we God, were, please let that mean there's only twelve episodes. There's well, we, no way. Had, there's no had, way. We had we had Nam and uh, his partner show up for half a second though, and then go back, and then Casey and Kenny have been like back and forth. I, Man, it's really nice for you. Jeez. 
Because you know what I mean? Based off of the amount yeah. of people that are left. Do you see what I'm saying? No, mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah. I understand. All right. We got to jump. Thank you for listening, everyone. Talk to you again soon.